usually don't go for cringe comedy, but there is an exception. Today I'm talking about I Think You Should Leave, Tim Robinson. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. movie friends welcome to scott's self-indulgent movie podcast and today i am talking about a tv show a netflix exclusive uh that's coming out for its third season at the end of the month so i figured now's a perfect time to talk about i think you should leave with a former detroiters creator and snl writer tim robinson and a show that has just been memed into the ground and i cannot stop uh watching it and i thoroughly enjoy it and i want to explain why and especially because it's in a genre of comedy that i typically don't like and I wanted to explain why I think this one works as well as it does. So without further ado, let's get started. I Think You Should Leave is in that category of show, movie, or song that everyone has probably seen a reference to without realizing what the show is. In particular, a memed version of what I will dub the hot dog car sketch has become a go-to for people on social media for easy dunks on politicians, business leaders, athletes, or anyone else who is outraged over something they themselves had a hand in doing. We're all looking for the guy who did this, says show creator and star Tim Robinson in a hot dog suit, as everyone sees that a hot dog car has crashed, and crashed into a knockoff men's warehouse. It is also not a show I expected myself to ever watch, rewatch, quote, overquote, and laugh as hard as humanly possible at for one simple reason. I don't like cringe comedy. But to explain why I think you should leave both qualifies as a cringe comedy and also kind of doesn't, we should get into how the show works and why folks like myself and apparently Emmy voters love it. I Think You Should Leave with Tim Robinson is a sketch comedy show for Netflix from former SNL writer and former co-creator and writer of the Comedy Central show Detroiters, Tim Robinson. If you want a glimpse of his pre-Netflix solo work, he's part of the NBA basketball song sketch with Jason Sudeikis. Each episode is between 15 to 20 minutes long and drifts between a number of sketches that all feature one thing in common, uncomfortable situations where someone would probably be asked to leave. That's it. Just a rapid-fire collection of one-off sketches with a handful of callbacks that take an awkward premise and turn that dial up to 11. The first sketch in the series is a great example. We see Robinson end a job interview at what looks like a coffee shop. Seems to have gone well, and Robinson goes to open the door. Goes to open the door. He pulls, when clearly the door should be pushed. When the interviewer notes that you pushed that door, Robinson inexplicably decides to reject reality and insists that the door goes both ways, makes direct eye contact with the interview, and then forcibly bends the door to his will while breaking it. And a sketch. Like I said, awkward situation, taken to an extreme. Normally, that isn't my thing, but because as I stated earlier, I don't do cringe comedy. So what is cringe comedy? Cringe comedy is a genre that experienced a surge in popularity in the mid to late 2000s thanks to shows like The Office, Eastbound and Down, and Curb Your Enthusiasm. While each of these shows has varied levels of emotional depth, characterization, and scripted setups, a core appeal of the show and the comedy of the show is people put in very real, very uncomfortable situations played for laughs. In The Office, this mostly takes the form of Michael Scott doing or some saying something completely inappropriate in front of someone who is actively taking it the wrong way. Some people love these shows and this kind of setup, but it is very hard for me to enjoy. Mostly because half the setup is said situation is designed to look and feel somewhat realistic. 
If Larry David is saying something negative about someone else in the room or complaining about a dead person at a wake, it's hard for me to not empathize with everyone in the room who is horrified or offended by what's happening. Especially because 90% of these lead characters are unaware middle-aged white guys with little to no regard about what they say. There are ways to sand this down and make the awkwardnesses, rough edges easier to stomach. In Arrested Development, they solved this problem with detached approach via Ron Howard's narrator and by making nearly every named character a cartoon with very obvious flaws bouncing off one another. Likewise, The Office is at its best when it portrays Michael as a human being who's just too enthusiastic and eager to please versus a dick like they did in the first season. I Think You Should Leave, however, has a solution that will always work for me. It shoots the fucking moon. So, shooting the moon is a term I like to borrow from the card game Hearts, where the name of the game is to get as few points as possible. And you keep playing hands until someone hits 100, or whatever max limit you've made for yourself, and the person with the lowest score wins. And there's a maximum of about 27 points per round that will be unevenly distributed throughout each hand. So each game is centered around not getting Hearts, or the dreaded Queen of Spades, which is worth 13. Unless, of course, you want to give every other player 27 points at once. To do this, you have to win every single hand with a heart and the queen of spades. But this YOLO approach is a great, great way to win a round and possibly the game. In hearts, you need to do this quietly because a competent player will sniff this out and likely take a hit or win one hand with a heart for the sake of the group, and the player trying to shoot the moon is stuck with a massive score that round. So what does shooting the moon look like in cringe comedy? It looks like I think you should leave, and possibly its best bit to date, Coffin Flop. The set for Coffin Flop is a parody of a type, and you've probably type of ad you've probably seen before. It's a guy asking you to speak with your cable provider to keep their network in your cable package. I've seen this with stars from Comedy Central shows telling viewers to call into Time Warner or Spectrum to make sure the fun keeps going. AKA, we would really like to keep making our show at a full budget, please. Hell, Tim Robinson may have made one of these himself at some point. And we quickly find out that the network in question is called Corn Cob TV, and their n number one show is Coffin Flop, which is just a series of bodies falling out of coffins at funerals. Explaining the bit from there will ruin a lot of the fun, but that's the level of, of absurdity that breaks the show in a great way. Instead of feeling an agonizing twinge in the pit of my stomach about some poor guy begging me to keep his show on Spectrum, instead I'm treated to a lunatic's freakout punctuated by a parade of stunt people inexplicably falling out of coffins. To put it another way, in, Kirby, in a Kirby enthusiasm, there would be one body that someone in the room knows would fall out at one funeral. In I Think You Should Leave, there may be two do dozen anonymous bodies that burst out of the coffins like an explosion. One feels like it could happen. The other one does not. And as silly as it might seem to point out the absurdity of a joke called Coffin Flop, that distance from reality is what makes the show cringy but accessible for me. This comedic ethos of pushing a normal, awkward situation into the stratosphere to the point where it's not even close to reality is I Think You Should Leave's bread and butter that often uses vulgarity and absurdity, often in tandem, to ensure that the audience knows this doesn't bear any resemblance to any real person. By breaking this semblance of reality, I think you should leave crafts awkward situations that I, someone who dies in realistic awkwardness, can cackle with laughter at. This has been Scott's Off Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Off Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.